Hello there. Welcome to another life transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwe Tachero. Are you ready to receive the word of the Lord? Are you sure? Exodus chapter 14. Nice worship. You're not saying thank you. At the glory to God. <laughs> May God bless you for your humility. Amen. Exodus chapter 14, are you there? If you're there, you say amen. At your own time, I will encourage you to read the entire chapter. It's a very powerful story, Exodus chapter 14, but I will just pick a couple of verses here from, nine, from verse 9. The Bible says, so the Egyptians pursued them the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen, and his army, and overtook them camping by the sea, beside P. Ahiroth, and before Baal Ziphon. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. Tell your neighbor, very scary. So they were afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they say to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? Somebody say, mercy. They don't mind being in slavery. Because of just a difficulty that they experienced in the wilderness. Small, slight difficulty. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. You see, salvation does not exempt you from the reality of life. You will face what everybody else is facing. There's no amen, but it's fine. Even if you don't say amen, it's, it's the truth. Some of you think when you go to save, you will not pay rent. Because of the, the, what the evangelist told you, isn't it? When you come to Jesus, all your problems, they will just disappear. How many have had that experience since they got saved? All your problems disappeared. Ah. Verse 13, and Moses said to the people, what a leader. Everybody else is afraid. Everybody else is scared. That's why you should really appreciate leadership. Some of you never appreciate leadership. In fact, many times we don't appreciate leadership until there is a crisis. 
Because leaders will always emerge when there is a crisis. True or not true? It's like you're resisting my message. I'm not feeling a breakthrough. Look, I will command fire from heaven. If I be a man of God. Okay. All right, mercy has been extended. So tell your neighbor, behave in this service. I say you will never appreciate leadership until there is a crisis. And you can see these people, they didn't appreciate leadership at all. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. It takes guts to say this. How sure are you? It will happen. But that is the grace that God has given leaders. They speak and then God comes and defends them. Because God knows that the leader represents him. So if the leader fails, people's perception of God will be warped. So this guy stands and says, look, don't be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. May God give us such leaders. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. CMG leaders, you need to be like Moses. Some of you CNG leaders, you are the perpetuators of fear. Sponsors of fear. When everybody else is afraid, you also add on top of their fears. You should tell them nothing will go wrong. Everything will be fine. Amen. I say everything will be fine. Let me dare make this statement. Kenya will be fine. I have just divided the church into two. Blue color and yellow. But I'm a leader, let me say again. Kenya will be fine in the name of Jesus. Can we finish the scripture? Yes. Then look at verse 14. The Lord. Hey, I feel God. The Lord will fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. Give somebody I five. Tell them the Lord will fight for you and you will hold your peace. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, speak to us today from this word, from this chapter, Exodus chapter 14. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So I will borrow from the entire chapter to speak on the subject how the Lord fights for you. How the Lord fights for you because he will fight for you. Yeah.
Amen. He will fight for Kenya. He will fight for our families. He will fight for your destiny. Now, you need to understand that sometimes we don't have the power to fight. Sometimes we have um, little power or small power or no power to be able to deal with what is confronting us. Sometimes we lack manpower, we lack the machinery, we lack the wisdom to deal <clears throat> with some of the challenges that come our way. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, it's important for us to know that sometimes warfare or what you're going through can take everything out of you. It can sap your energy and your strength to a point where you have no more power or energy or ability to fight. In other words, you can be overwhelmed. You can be outnumbered or you can even be overpowered by what you are going through. You can be emotionally drained. You feel like you can't fight anymore. I hope I'm speaking to real people, not macho men or macho women, isn't it? We have what macho women, we have macho men. Sometimes you feel like, hey, this is too much. Hey, man. You know, today, today, today I was in the gym in the morning. You'll be there in Jesus' name. Pastor Dennis is still planning to join. The Monday has not reached. Every day is a Monday for him. <laughs> you have started in the house. That is not what you said. <laughs> I hope this coming Monday is real for him. I think we need to go and take him by force. Anyway, and today I was doing chest and biceps, lower chest, upper chest, and biceps. If I remove my shirt, you'll be surprised. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> <laughs> Look at holy people who are not responding. They are judging me. Uh, ask your neighbor, are you okay? Are you are you fine? Are you breathing? Is your neighbor breathing? <laughs> It's, it's, it's one of the toughest days for me, Fridays, because Friday is chest, biceps, and it's, it's the toughest for me. And I remember, you know, this morning my instructor was not merciful at all. I keep on reminding him that I am anointed. <laughs> I keep on reminding him that I'm a man of God. Hey. I keep on reminding him that he's playing around with oil. <laughs> but he says, look, I must make you look good. Anyway, today was tough. 
so he was taking me through one machine after another machine after another machine after one and he was adding the weights the weights that I was carrying last week are not the weights that I have carried today until I ask him what is your plan do you want to kill me <laughs> of course he explained to me that you cannot maintain the same weight if you want to grow you have to keep on going higher and then I remember he gave me this particular one and he told me I want you to do 20 is it 20 reps hey when I got to 9 I told him even if I use my mind my soul my spirit my everything this thing is not going up he said you can do it I tried I tried even to remember some good things to see if they can stimulate my muscle nothing worked I tried to sing because it was here now you leave it it crushes your chest I tried to remember <laughs> what are you saying <laughs> 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 I tried everything I tried to remember my my anything sumptuous like food to try and trick my muscles see if I can lift it hey it didn't go so I said boss I need help that is how sometimes life is you get to a place where you don't have energy you don't have power it's the reality of life tell your neighbor it's the reality of life yeah you feel like you have come to the end of the road no matter what you try you feel weak and God knows that you'll have such moments that's why I want to teach you how God fights for you wow. when you get to that particular stage in life where you feel like you can't fight anymore God will not leave you amen God is like the instructor he did not leave me he came so I thought he will tell me all right put the weight where it's supposed to be no he didn't say that he came and said okay I am helping you so he pulled it up but when he gets up he leaves it <laughs> so I come down with it then he pulls it until I finish the 20 reps so that's how God helps us yeah don't think that God will just let you relax he will be there with you yeah fighting with you until you win the battle I see you winning in Jesus name shout a louder amen I say I see you winning shout a louder amen so when you're overwhelmed I want you to know that God is ready to fight for you when you look at the valley of Elah where Saul was facing Goliath you can tell that Saul felt intimidated by Goliath Saul felt that he didn't have the strength the power or anybody in his army to be able to fight Goliath Goliath was huge in size 
he was a giant and for 40 days there was a stalemate because Goliath gave them a condition he said if you give me one person and he defeats me we become your your slaves or servants but if I defeat him you Israelites you become our servants or slaves so when they looked at Goliath nobody dared to put up a fight against him he overwhelmed them not only with his physique but also with his words the guy could thunder through the valley of Elah scaring the Israelites and nobody was willing to put up a fight against this guy David himself says in Psalm chapter 61 verse 1 to 2 hear my cry O God attend to my prayer from the end of the earth I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed lead me to the rock that is higher than I even David the same David who brought Goliath down Goliath who had overwhelmed the Israelites a day came even him he was overwhelmed and that's why he said when my heart is overwhelmed tell your neighbor your heart can be overwhelmed mm -hmm. you know there are people who are walking around but if you are to see their hearts their hearts are in pieces Ask your neighbor, how many times has your heart been broken? Hmm? How many times have you been dumped and your heart has been broken? Or ask them, which one is the latest heartbreak? For some of them, maybe it's today morning, isn't it? David says, my heart, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. So we can be overwhelmed. Oh yes, you can be overwhelmed. And when you are overwhelmed, that's when God comes in to fight for you. Praise the Lord. To be overwhelmed means two things. Number one, it means to be overcome by superior force or numbers. You can be outnumbered. The people who are coming to fight you are more than the people with you. You can be outnumbered. The forces against you are more than the forces that are with you. To be overwhelmed also means to overpower in thought and feeling. Your feelings can be overwhelmed. Your thinking prowess can be overwhelmed. Have you ever tried to think about something and you don't get a solution? You think, you overthink, and think. Then you start thinking again. You finish thinking. Then you start thinking about what you have been thinking. You wake up in the middle of the night thinking. Please, have you been in that situation or I'm the only one? You think, you overthink, you extra think, you underthink, you overthink, but still there is no solution. That's a sign of being overwhelmed. You don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's like you experience a mental block. You're overwhelmed. You run out of ideas. Can't think straight. Hmm. Ask your neighbor for me. Are you overwhelmed tonight? 
David says, when my heart is overwhelmed, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than Do you have a keyboardist in this church? <laughs> he is overwhelmed. He is overwhelmed. When you are overwhelmed, God comes through for you. Amen. Demands of life can overwhelm you. So many demands of life. Single people. Are you in the house? I know you really want to get married. Isn't it? But marriage is demands. More bills. More food. Bigger house. You're quiet. You just thought it's beautiful pictures. After the pictures, the sun goes down to remind you that the following morning, life begins. We will not be there singing for you. That, that flower you had in your hand, when you wake up in the morning, <laughs> Challenges of life can overwhelm you. Demands of life can overwhelm you. I always tell people, if you want to be selfless, become a father. If you want to be selfless, become who? Yeah, just get children. Yeah, you become selfless automatically. You're very quiet. Yeah. Demands. You want to be selfless, become a mother. Become a mother. Mercy. I can't go deeper than that. Cutbacks. Disappointments. Failures. Rejection. These things can overwhelm us. And sometimes you can feel like, hey, what am I dealing with? It's like this thing wants to push me down and destroy me. It wants to kill my dreams. It's taking away my joy. It's like I'm not progressing. I'm not moving forward. I came to remind you that God will fight for you. I say God will fight for you. You see, in Exodus chapter 14, the story we have read, the children of Israel were coming out of Egypt, very excited. They are going to the promised land. And then they get to the Red Sea. They were out of Egypt, but they were not out of the woods yet because Pharaoh changed his mind. He said, what have we done? He talked to his servant and said, what have we done? Who is going to work for us? Who is going to build our cities? And he marshaled his forces, he marshaled his uh, army, chariots, and they started pursuing the children of Israel. Remember, the children of Israel were walking. So it goes without saying that Pharaoh was going to catch up with them. 
And you know the story. He caught up with them. He had an organized army. Wonderful chariots and horses. Today I was somewhere and I saw a horse pass by. Hey, I moved. Because I was imagining if that horse gives me a kick, I don't think I'll survive. I think he's so tall. I'm telling you. Look, I'm not talking about a donkey. Yeah, a horse. Some of you are having a picture of a donkey. Ask your neighbor for me. Have you seen a horse before? Horses, chariots, his armies. He marshaled the entire Egyptian army to follow the Israelites because he wanted to bring them back. And that's why from verse 9 to 14, which we have read, you can see that the children of Israel knew it is over for them. It's like they were trapped. They couldn't progress forward and they couldn't move backwards. That's why they started asking Moses, Moses, Kwani, you didn't have graves. Why do you want to bury us like this? There were graves in Egypt. At least in Egypt, we could have died and be given a decent burial. And I feel them. Because when you die, you need a decent burial. Oh, you don't want one. Look, some of you think you'll never die. Tell your neighbor, you, one day, you will die. Ebu, touch your neighbor like this. Touch, touch. Tell them this is food for maggots, worms. Why are you not touching your neighbor, some of you? Touch your neighbor, tell them this is food for maggots, cockroaches, worms. It's just a matter of time. Is that true? They said, Moses, at least in Egypt, we could have been given a decent burial. Why did you bring us here? To die. And the Bible says they were afraid. Then Moses tells them, do not be afraid, for the Lord will fight for you. Amen. Amen. Are you here? You feel sandwiched? You feel overwhelmed? You feel like you've run out of options? Like the Israelites, I came to tell you that the Lord will fight for you. Yeah. You feel like your enemy is going to swallow you up alive? You feel like there is no way out of your dilemma? But as a prophet of God, I came to remind you that the Lord will fight for you. Yeah. Can I get a louder amen? So how does God fight for us? Number one, the Lord fights for us through divine instruction. The Lord fights for us through divine instruction. That's why it's good to attend church services because you don't know what God will say. What is going to be preached in that service is what you need to overcome. Whatever thing is trying to overwhelm you. Are we together somebody? May somebody receive a word tonight that will make you conquer your challenges in Jesus name. Divine instruction 
when you look at verse 13, and Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still. What a word. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. That's a very powerful phrase. Powerful statement. And this is a prophet of God speaking. You will believe him, isn't it? Oh yes, you will believe him. So you need sometimes a divine instruction that can help you deal with something that is threatening to overwhelm you or to even destroy you. That's all you need. Some of you, this is what you had, you came to hear that the Lord will fight for you. And that is it. That's what you came to hear. That the Lord will do what? Will fight for you. Glory to God. This last week, I, I remember somebody sent me a message and say, there is intense warfare at the place of work. My job is at stake. Pray for me. I just say, may the Lord fight for you. That's the message I say. May the Lord fight for you and come through for you. After two days, the person sent a message and said, God has given me victory. I don't know who this is for, but I prophesy, may the Lord fight for you. Wherever you are, whatever you are faced with, whatever threatens to overwhelm you, may the Lord fight for you. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. These Egyptians you see today, you will see them no more forever. If you believe it, shout aloud, Amen. Sit down. Somebody say divine instruction. Number two, how does the Lord fight for us? The Lord fights for us through angelic assistance. He fights for us through angelic assistance. He will send angels to fight for you. Verse 19 of Exodus chapter 14. The Bible says, and the angel of, remember the Egyptians are behind them breathing fire. And they can't move. In front of them there is the Red Sea. They are trapped. But God tells them I'll fight for you. And the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them as they were walking the angel was in front of them when the Egyptians arrived the angels went back you are not understanding what I'm preaching the angels moved from where they were their initial position of leading them and came behind. Tell your neighbor you are covered from the back. He didn't hear what you say. Tell them one more time. You are covered from the back. From today I declare nobody will stab you in the back. 
am I preaching to the right people? I say from today I declare nobody will stab you from the back. Nobody will bring you down from the back. Nobody will destroy you from the back. I release angelic assistance to cover you from the back. If you believe it, shout aloud, amen. Give somebody height and tell them my back is covered. My back is covered. My back. My back is covered. My back is covered. Hey, my back is covered. My Lord. Hallelujah. That even if they plan without you knowing, your back is covered. Even if they wake up at night when you are asleep, to connive and plan behind your back, to destroy you and to bring you down, your back is covered. Even if they pay people money behind your back, that they may destroy you and destroy your family, I came to tell you that your back is covered. Shout yeah! My goodness, I feel like preaching in this house. Give somebody high five one more time and tell them, my back is covered. Oh yes, my back is covered. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. My back is covered. Even if 10,000 rise against me behind my back, my back is covered. Even if demons come from behind, my back is... Don't be afraid. You see, the back represents what we call your blind side. Everybody has a blind side. A side that you can't see clearly. Even that side in your life is covered. I prophesy. Every blind side in your life may be covered by angels. The blind side of your children, may they be covered by angels. Do you believe it? Shout a louder, amen. amen. Sit down, we continue. I see the Lord sending angels. When I was preparing this message, I could see, it's like God opened my eyes to see angelic activity. Hey, I saw so many angels in the spirit protecting God's children. That's why you are still here. Angels have been working behind the scenes to cover you, to protect you, to cover, to, 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 to take care of your blind side. Angels. Infant, tonight I release angels. Father, all the angels that I saw in the spirit, I release them over your children tonight to cover their families, to cover their businesses, to cover their marriages, to cover their children. Receive angelic assistance in the name of Jesus. Shout, I receive it. Yeah. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Angels. The Lord will fight for you by sending angels. Do you know why the angels were moving behind them? To ensure that the Egyptians 
Don't attack them. Mm. In fact, I'm surprised. I'm saying angels, but it was an angel. It was one angel. Huh? God can send one angel to deal with the entire army. Entire Egyptian army. One angel. And you are here. Your knees are knocking each other. You are scared. We are going to die. We will not die. Kenya will not go down. God is releasing an angel over this nation. Oh yes. Oh yes. We shall not be afraid. And I want to tell you, do not be afraid. I feel resistance. I'm telling you do not be afraid as a man of God in this country I release angelic assistance over this nation Kenya will not go down in the name of Jesus shout a louder amen if you believe what I'm preaching angels angels and the angel of God angel of God hmm Number three. How God assists us. Number three is with a cloud. <clears throat> there was a cloud. You see, when I was studying this story, I said it was very unfair for the children of Israel to complain against God. This is too much help. Oh, you don't see. Can you see it? Yeah. Or I pray that God may open your eyes to see. This is too much help. Yeah. Too much help. Yet they still complained. Tell your neighbor it was unfair. It was unfair. For them to mama against God. Now he adds another thing. The cloud. Look at that. And the pillar of cloud went from before them and also stood behind them. As the angel was moving to go behind, because the Egyptians were in hot pursuit, a cloud also shifted. Hmm? I'm trying to demonstrate so that you can see it in your common oblangata. <laughs> Are we together, somebody? So the cloud also came behind. But there's something I want you to note about this cloud, which is very interesting. Look at verse 20. Uh -huh. So it came <laughs> It came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of the Israelites. That means the cloud made sure that the Egyptians do not access the Israelites from behind. And then look at what happened. Thus it was a cloud and darkness to one camp. I'm going home. Eh? It's like you are lost. Look at Bessie the way she's looking at me. Are we together? Are you guys seeing what is happening here? Look, if you don't if you doubt in miracles, 
This, this is a miracle here. If you don't believe in miracles, please do, because this is a miracle here. The cloud was in between. You know, I wanted to demonstrate this, but I didn't want some of you to be in the camp of the Egyptians. <laughs> but I wanted to demonstrate it, but I just want all of you to remain Israelites. So the cloud was in between. Now, it was a cloud and darkness to the one, and it gave light by night to the other. So that the one, so that, so that the one did not come near the other all that night. One side, there was light. One side, there was darkness. A cloud. Now, the side that there was light, it was the side of the Israelites. And light represents many things. Light represents illumination. Light guides. But also light brings warmth. If we're to stay in this room until morning and we switch off the light, lights, you will feel cold. But if these lights remain on, there's some warmth that you will feel. You don't believe me? If you don't believe me, go and try that experiment today. At home. You'll notice something. When you switch off the light, the room becomes cold. So there was light in the camp of the Israelites. They were seeing both during the day. Mimin manda munyelewe. There was light in the camp of the Israelites during the day and during the night. They were seeing during the day and they were seeing during the night. In other words, they had understanding during the day and they had understanding during the night. They could comprehend stuff during the day and they could comprehend stuff during the night. When others can't see, they were seeing. When others were groping in darkness like blind men, they could be able to see. That is the assistance that God is bringing your way. When people are still trying to figure out what to do, where to go, who to call, who to become, the cloud will shine the light of God in your life. During the day, you will see. During the night, you will still see. During the day, you will have understanding. During the night, you still have understanding. Shout a louder yes in this house. When people are scratching their heads, not knowing what to do, God will send his cloud. When people are in a quandary, it's a word. Ask your neighbor, what, what does it mean? I want to hear an answer here. Kwa what? Huh? Another name for, another word for quandary is dilemma. When people are stuck, don't know what to do. I just want to show you I'm a bit intelligent. Huh? When people are stuck, run out of options, don't know what to do. Because when it is dark, you can't move. And in those days, they didn't have electricity. So you have to wait until the following morning for you to make your move. But while others are still waiting for morning to make a move, you do 
during the night you are making moves you are writing your vision you are strategizing concerning the following day when they wake up in the morning they will not find you where they left you I release the cloud I say I release the cloud of God to rest upon you tonight in the name of Jesus may the cloud of Jehovah God assist you may it shine the light of God in your life to lead you and to guide you to give you understanding where others are stuck if you believe it shout a louder amen I prophesy you will be intelligent you will have understanding you will be ahead of your contemporaries you will have great ideas you will you'll be 10 steps ahead 20 steps ahead 30 steps ahead 40 steps ahead 50 steps ahead of your contemporaries in the name of Jesus why because of the clouds Praying for a distinction between the people of God and the people of the world. I am praying for a distinction between the children of God and the children of this world. We shall not be in the same level. I say we shall not be in the same level. Are you hearing me? I say we shall not be in the same level. Even you, I decree you will not be at the same level with those who are not born again in the name of Jesus. May the light of God, may the cloud of God surround you and cover you and give you an advantage. over your friends who are not born again. It is wrong. It is an insult to God. If the Egyptians who only see during the day are ahead of you and yet you see during the day and you also see during the night. Tell your neighbor it's an insult. When they sleep, we should also be planning, strategizing. We have fantastic ideas to be ahead of them. When they wake up in the morning, we are miles ahead because of the cloud. So refuse to be mediocre. Refuse. Tell your neighbor, refuse. Refuse in the name of you. Refuse. 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 In the name of Jesus. We refuse. As a line of demarcation, declaring these are the people of God and others become distinct and become different. Look, I want to challenge all of you who are here. Let the cloud of God stir up your thinking capabilities. Amen. Amen. Let it stir up your thinking capabilities. Wow. And you should get mad that you're being employed by somebody who subscribes to another religion. 
should get mad. He only works during the day and he employs you and you can see both during the day and during the night. Ask your neighbor what is wrong with you. Ask your neighbor, dunia imepasukia wapi? It's unfair. Sit down, I give you the last one. Or we finish there. Hmm? The cloud is powerful. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You remember Elijah when he was praying for famine? What did he see? cloud. When he saw the cloud, he stopped praying. Because the cloud was enough. He said, I see a cloud the size of a man's head rising from the sea. And that was it. May you walk with a cloud. May you do business with a cloud. May you work wherever you're working with a cloud. Can I hear louder? Amen. Number four or five. Five, four. Or number, number. Hmm? What is number one? Number two. Number three. Number four. Number four is tell us. Number four is natural elements. Natural elements. God will use natural elements to give you victory. Amen? If you understand this, you will plant trees. Because <laughs> God can use trees to help you win. Yeah. God use trees to give David victory over Absalom. Oh yeah, trees. Trees. Oh yes, trees were against Absalom. Someone say trees. Can you imagine trees fighting you, they slap you. Pah. Huh? Pah. You sit under the shade, the shade moves. Huh? When he was running, 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 who arrested him? One tree. Caught him and arrested you. Say, come here, you bastard. <laughs> and I want to prove to you that he was the one who was arrested because he was riding on a mule, the tree mule. The tree did not arrest the mule. Because the mule was innocent. It went after who? Absalom. God can use elements to fight for you. Exodus chapter 14. Let's look from verse 21. Hmm. Are you enjoying this message? Then God tells Moses, now I want you to do something. Stretch your road. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by. Look, the Lord caused it to move, but he used something. What did he use? Wind. He used a strong east wind all that night. So that means the Egyptians didn't even know what was happening because their side was dark. Animenda. 
together. The Israelites saw it. They saw the wind. They saw how the wind came. Split the sea into two. And made the sea into a dry land. And the waters were divided. I've been to Mombasa, and sometimes when you walk in the waters, the, the, the ground is very wet. It's very, very wet. If you've never been to Mombasa, I pray that you go there to the beach. You believe what I'm saying. Even when you walk on the sand, on the beach, the sand is wet. How many have been to Mombasa here, to the beach? Ah, who did you go with? <laughs> If the water was to move from its position in, let's say the Indian, wash, Indian Ocean was to move from where it is, chances are very high when you step on the floor of that Indian Ocean, it will be wet. True or not true? But look at here, strong wind all that night. They, the Egyptians think it is night, it's time to sleep. They go to sleep. While they are sleeping, God is working. That's why I'm telling you, it is not right for you to be at the same level with these people. Because while they are sleeping, God is working on your behalf. Lay your hands on your neighbor and tell them, total deliverance. see into dry land and the reason why he made it dry land because he wanted them to know this is a miracle it's a miracle I will not just part the Red Sea for you but I'll make the ground you walk on to be dry hmm. next verse and the waters were divided even the waters say okay we are letting them through. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground. The Bible is insisting the ground was dry. And the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. This side is a wall of water and it is restrained. This is a miracle, my friend. Do you guys know how deep the sea is? In fact, the other day, I think I was studying how deep the sea is, and they were saying that some, some, some points in the sea is deeper than the tallest mountain. Which is the tallest mountain? Mount Everest. You can go and 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 go. And go. It's, it's too far. Look at that height. Then look at water. It's like this wall, it is water. And it is restrained. If you don't think that's a miracle, today when you go home, take a trough. Try and divide it. <laughs> Try and keep part of the water on one side and part of the water on the other side. Then walk through. Then send us the photo or the video. Upload it. Harry, you will try. <laughs> <laughs> Tell anybody it was a miracle. 
and they're walking in these gigantic walls of fire across on dry ground. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground and the waters were a wall on them on the right hand and on the left. Look at the next verse. Keep going. Then, and the Egyptians, very stupid people. Because these were so many people, so it took them a long time, you know, to get to the other end. So by the time the Egyptians were waking up to realize what has happened, they said, ah, we can also pursue them through the same, same route. Now, if I was the Egyptians, I could have told those guys, have you ever seen something like this since you were born? If they say no, I tell them, I want to give you my personal advice. Let us turn around and go back home. But they pursued and went after them into the midst of the sea. All Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Mm -hmm. Verse 24. Now it came to pass. Tell your neighbor, drama is coming. In the morning watch that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud. <clears throat> he troubled them. Troubled the army of the Egyptians. In Swahili, Akawasumbua. Akawatesa. Akawafinya na kona ya msalaba. <laughs> I pray that God may not trouble you. If God troubles you, Akawaramba. <laughs> oh man. Verse 25. God is still working. I see God working on your behalf. Look at what God did. He himself. He came down now. He did what? He took off the chariot wheels. So that they drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians said. Now they started seeing the reality of this thing. Let us flee from the face of Israel. For the for the Lord does what? For the Lord fights for them against who am I preaching to in this house? Even your enemy will see that the Lord is fighting for you. Shout yeah! Oh yes. Even the enemy will see. He will realize, eh? This guy, this woman, is not fighting alone. There is an invisible power behind this person. Wow, they could see, Pastor Dennis. They saw. I mean, the wheels were coming out. And remember, <laughs> I don't think the seedbed is smooth like this floor. It's full of rocks. It's bumpy. So it was not easy for them. Hmm. Next verse. We're almost finished. Your, your, your enemies are in trouble. Yes. Did you hear what I say? I say tonight, your enemies are in trouble. 
Then the Lord said to Moses. <laughs> but the, do you know why God was removing their wheels? To impede their speed. So they don't catch up. He wanted to make sure that all of them are inside. Inside, inside. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just make sure that all of them are inside. So the ones who are we are almost getting them. Wheels out. Wheels out. And he made sure all of them were inside. Then he said, Moses, come over here. We've got some work to do. Stretch out your hand. Over what? Over the same sea that had collaborated with the Israelites. Stretch your hand over the sea that the waters which were so nice welcoming inviting to the Israelites may the same waters turn around become violent that the waters may come back not together upon You see, if this wall here, I'm using this as a, an example. This wall, it, it can fall flat, and chances are you might not be hurt if it just falls flat. But if it falls like this, that's what happened here. That the waters may come back upon the Egyptians and on their chariots and on their were they going to survive so the wind worked in their favor the Israelites the water worked in their favor but this time the water was now working against the Egyptians because God can use elements to fight for you. My baby. Can we finish the scripture? Yes. Verse 27. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And when the morning appeared, the sea returned to its full depth. While the Egyptians were fleeing into it. So the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Verse 28. Then the waters returned and covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the army of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. Not so much as one of them remained. Everybody was drowned with their horses. Hey. Then verse 29. But the children of Israel had walked on dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall to them on their right and on their left. You see, the writer is trying to show us the grotesque picture of what happened. And then because he's seeing we are very, very sad, he then he brings the positive aspect to calm our nerves and make, make us relax a little bit. Hey. Then verse 30. So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw 
the Egyptians dead on the seashore. It's like some bodies were being washed to the shore and they could see. This is the guy who was beating me. You remember this guy? This guy was speaking a lot. He was the one who was abusing us when we are making bricks. He's dead. Next verse, if we have. Thus Israel saw the great work which the Lord had done in Egypt. So the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. May the Lord fight for you. Amen. Are you seeing when God fights, he does a clean job. Clean job. Very good job. May he fight for you. Amen. Are you here? Sandwich within, between problems, challenges, issues, whatever. May the Lord fight for you. May the Lord come through for you. Lift up your hand to the Lord. I'm done. And ask God to fight for you in your battles, in your challenges. Ask him to fight for you right now. Hallelujah. May he send angels to assist you. May he send help through the cloud to assist you in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Fight for your children. Fight for your people. Fight for your children, Lord. Oh, yes. In the name of Jesus. Whatever battle they are being faced with, fight for them in the name of Jesus. Come through, Jehovah God. Oh, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. May we overcome. Give us victory. Give us victory in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Drown the Egyptians. Drown them, drown them, drown them right now in the name of Jesus. And grant your people victory. Grant your people victory in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. I want to pray for somebody here. You have an intense battle that you're being faced with. It's hard, it's difficult. It's very turbulent. I want to pray for you. You even feel like you've run out of options. Your life is at stake. Your health is at stake. Your business is at stake. A lot of things are at stake in your life. I want to pray for you. That God may fight for you. As he gave the Israelites victory, he will give you victory. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you can do it. Lord, you can do it. Lord, you can do it. As you gave Israelites victory, I pray that give these ones victory as well. In the name of Jesus. That battle that they are in, that situation that they are in, that difficulty that they are in, Father, I pray for them today. Come through for them. In the name of Jesus. Send a word. 
send angels. Send an angel. Send a cloud in their lives, Jehovah God, right now, in the name of Jesus. Grant them victory. Fight for them. Father, some of them are tired. They have been fighting for many years. Fighting the same battle for many years. I pray today, Lord, flex your muscles. Show up and show off in their situation. Fight for them, Jehovah God. And grant them victory. I release a cloud. I release angelic assistance in your lives right now in the name of Jesus. I release a word, a revelation, a strategy. I release a plan. I release a way out in your lives today in the name of Jesus. May elements conspire to fight on your behalf in the name of Jesus. May the wind blow in your favor. May the waters rage in your favor in the name of Jesus. I pray that may God trouble your enemies. May God trouble whoever is troubling you in the name of Jesus. May you stand still and see the salvation of Jehovah God. May God give you victory. May God fight for you. Judge, stretch your hands towards them and pray for them for a minute. May God give you victory right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, May elements, may the cloud, yes, in the name of Jesus, may angels be released in your lives right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. Victory, victory, victory. Victory, victory. Victory, victory, victory. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Do it, Lord. Father, I pray they will see your hand. They will see your victory. They will see your power. They will see your wisdom. They will experience supernatural victory in their lives. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise and we give you glory. In Jesus name we pray. We all shout a big amen. Yes, it is done. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazo Tachero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.